Welcome back, everyone, to the Frustrated Fans. The Frustrated Fans, brutally murdering anime characters one episode at a time. I'm Jeremy. I'm Pete, and no, we're not talking about the car accidents in the DBZ driving episode. <laughs> Long story short, we're having more technical support issues with our third party, and we're going to get it worked out. But technical but we issues? We never have those. We're going to get it worked out, but for now, we just decide... Screw it, let's uh, do something we hadn't planned on. And I actually made a bet with Jeremy over this, and <laughs> fortunately for you, I don't have any rem- nightmares I can remember. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you next time. We we decided to, we wanted to cover an anime pilot. No, no, you decided well, you wanted to cover this. <laughs> well, you were the one who suggested a pilot episode. <laughs> and because originally I was like, I have a bad idea. Let's do another episode of Inuyasha, and you immediately shot that down with, let, let's no, do anything no, no. else. <laughs> and, no, well, we no. did something else. <laughs> we went through a couple of uh, ideas, and then I suggested, hey, let's do the first episode of the Corpse Party OVA. And Pete's response was, on one condition, if I get nightmares, we're covering Battletoads, the cartoon. Believe me, I might, I might regret this. I was like, okay. <laughs> well i didn't but yeah we shall see in the future yeah but we might watch the next episode <laughs> no <laughs> which has some more brutal shit in no. it no <laughs> so i've obviously talked about this series before as the third game in the franchise was one of my favorite games of 2015 um Corpse Party. I originally found this series uh, when it the first issue, the first game got released on the PSP back in 2012, or was it 2011? It was 2011, and I played it in 2012. But I had heard about it a little bit online on like through GameSpot and stuff like where they were like, "Hey, this game has essentially Super Nintendo esque visuals, but it's one of the scariest games of all time." I'm like. All right, and it's, it's 20... not. Oh, it's not jump scares. It's not. It is definitely not jump scares. Jeremy and I may disagree on what we like about, like, say, the Five Nights at Freddy's series, but let's be honest: jump scares are not scary. Scary no, is actually building an atmosphere that causes an actual sense of dread. This franchise does in droves. In the second game. It was chapter six where I literally cannot go back and play it again because it starts off like creepy and eventually hits a point where the further you get in it, the more messed up it gets and the more frightening it gets because you know where it's going and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Well, I mean, that's did you have you seen Rogue One yet? Yet would imply I'm actually going to go see it. Spoil? Do you care about spoilers then? No. Well, you told me everyone everyone dies. Yeah, oh, spoilers, That's it! Folks. Everyone dies! Uh, yeah, so spoilers here, folks. Um, oops. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rogue One, it becomes readily apparent, like, halfway through the story, we are going to watch everyone die. And there's not a lot you can do to stop it. So, you know, have fun with that, Star Wars kids. <laughs> Now, granted, some people go out like a boss against Vader, so, which is kind of cool. All the same, everyone dies. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when I originally played this game, um, I remember I downloaded because it was like 20 bucks. I'm like, all right, it's a PSP game. It's late in the system's life. I might as well try this thing out. It sounds kind of cool. And I kind of like quirky Japanese titles, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. <laughs> and at first, I will admit, it didn't, like, I liked the characters and everything. And at first, I'm like, okay, I don't see too much scary about this. Um, then I finished the first chapter which ends in the same way the first episode of the anime ends. And holy shit. <laughs> and then after that, it just started getting, like, everything, and it got started getting darker and darker and creepier to the point where after finishing chapter four of this game, um, I literally almost threw up because of a brutal scene that the character you're in control of experiences in first person. And it is, and one of the craziest things about this game series is it's lo very low budget. Um, the first game was actually created with RPG Maker. But the descriptions and the sounds are just chilling. So, like, instead of the game showing you what it's talking about... It makes you picture it in your head, which I think makes it even worse. Oh, I, I completely agree. Some of the best comedy and best horror is stuff that you have to fill in the blanks in. Yep. Whereas you basically, where it's basically part of you, you have to part of you just you have to you have to fill in what is, and the human mind is a lot more creepy than sometimes writers own writers can be. Mm-hmm. And it's just. I thought the writing for the game was really good, and I really liked the second game. I love the third game, and they recently re recently released the, a port of the first game for the 3DS in English, and on Xseed's website, that's the company that localizes it, the head person who does the localization said this wasn't something the company sought out. He just played the dem like the Japanese demo, absolutely loved it passed it around the office, and they immediately wanted to localize this game. So bringing this over was essentially a complete labor of love on their part. So, I mean, I can't speak to the games because I haven't played them, but uh, I could watch this this uh, cartoon, which at first starts off uh now this has never been as far as we know has never been uh dubbed into english it has not um you can get a um like the blu-ray has been released over here but to my knowledge there's no dub for it um with Which these games kind of... well with the games this made sense because all the dialogue and audio in the japanese version of the game was recorded using um a specific type of microphone that is very expensive and the translators, Xseed is not a huge company. They weren't going to be able to shell out money to re-record everything, get expert voice actors, and get this type of microphone and recreate the audio effects within a budget. And they also just figured, they also believed that the original voice acting was good enough. And honestly, the voice actors are really good. And in the there's some behind-the-scenes stuff in the second two games where... They actually do little testimonials and talk about how much fun they had recording. One character said he got creeped out reading the script. So, yeah. like, everyone involved in the game, like, really was 
all, you know, like I said, labor of love for these games. And here's the thing, because I know among all of our three of our listeners, there's going to be someone who tries to bring up the subs versus dubs thing. Crap. And you know what? I don't care. I'm saying it right now, nerds. Uh, there's a reason I'm more of the American blend of a geek, but when it comes to my anime, if given the choice, I'm going to drift towards dubs because English is my native language. Yeah. But if... But, oh, the purity of the subs versus the good... I, no one cares. No one really cares. And you make yourself look stupid. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, with the ga- with these games, it makes sense because of the tech used to record everything, mm. and so I could t- that I could on a t- pure technical level that makes sense. Um, with anime and stuff, I use I I'll freely admit I used to be able to like oh I gotta watch the subtitled version I'll watch uh, Dragon Ball Z they censored the hell out of it it's really this show full of violence and swearing and stuff and it, it, that's a bunch of stupid shit. Um, <laughs> I, I'll admit. In some cases, maybe one or once or twice in dubs, like I'm not a big fan of a couple of the voice actors or like some of the performances, and I will admit sometimes stuff gets lost in translation, which is also just it's a culture clash thing. Like stuff that makes sense in Japanese is not going to make sense in English, and obviously there are exceptions to the rule, like the original localization and dub of One Piece. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone wants to watch that. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I I prefer dubs overall in general at this point. And in some of the dubs of anime, I've actually liked the American version better because, some, again, Lost in Translation, when you're just reading subtitles, sometimes you don't get the inflection that the character's using or you don't get – you're just reading it. You're not actually listening to what they're saying. Well, here's – Here's one of the reasons I drift towards the dub end is take the easiest example I can think of is Full Metal Alchemist. If you go back and you listen to either series, either one, and listen to Alphonse's voice between the Japanese and English versions, okay, I'm not dissing the Japanese voice actors because they're good at what they do, but the American actors, voice actors sound male. I mean, they sound. They. I mean, it's a boy's voice, but it sounds male. Japan has it's this, a woman doing the voice. <laughs> Japan has this weird thing where they like to cast women as guys. And okay, well, if I mean, if if the whole gender thing is in question as part of your story, okay, fine, I can deal with that. But no, if you're gonna cast a a, a boy character, hire a kid actor. Who's a boy? This isn't hard. Mm. Um, if he on that is like one, if kids' voices do change, in which case you mm. have stuff like Terminator Two, where they had to redub all the dialogue. No kidding. <laughs> um, and there are many cases where you can get a woman that can do like for kids. I don't mind it. Like, I'm not saying at, it's a uh, perfect system. I mean, well, look at the Sim. Look at the Simpsons. I mean. Okay, or almost every single I think every single boy in that show is voiced by a woman. Half Nancy of them Carver, are, I know. Yeah. And <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents, which is thankfully ending after ten seasons. Um <laughs> the main character is voiced by Tara Strong. I'm not saying it's a perfect system. I'm just saying in that particular example we have the Japanese 
actors who play by a woman but doesn't sound like a boy versus American actors who sound male. Mm-hmm. Just a young one. Yeah, I think that it also might just be a culture clash sort of thing. It's like eh. Goku's voice actor in Japanese is a woman. Yeah, um, again, <laughs> this is maybe comes. Uh, I mean, we're wildly on topic here, um, but this is just maybe uh, the abridged series ruining it for me. I've grown to hate Goku as a character more and more. <laughs> like every other character. I mean, even back when I was watching it originally, I found every other character more interesting. Yeah. But... Well, that happens a lot in some shows or movies or like the main character is just sort of there's no not much depth to them and there's supporting characters that are much more interesting well, i mean everybody needs a straight man to play off of i'm don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. it's not comedy isn't funny if someone doesn't react like what the hell if someone gets punched you know mm-hmm. anyway yeah. back to corpse party yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to that after our first break Wait, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that moment. <laughs> that, that that line is even more messed up in the game in the first game. It, it's actually the most one of the most infamous lines in the game. And no, I won't tell you what it was. Oh. <laughs> and we're back and uh we could probably continue to talk about more uh dub versus sub or how we don't give a shit if people like subs more, but. <laughs> and the truth is we really don't. Yeah. Um, I, I think in some cases, like when you have no other choice, like when literally something just hasn't been localized over here, then that makes sense also, because it's like, you don't, what else are you going to do? <laughs> and sometimes when things have been localized, it's better to not spoil it for you. One piece. <laughs> yeah. Not that I could ever watch that show. Cause that, I, I, uh, I I understand that goes longer than Inuyasha. Oh God, it's I think there were I think it's like almost seven hundred episodes or some crazy shit. And even Dragon Ball Z is that long. No, I I watched the first I, back when One Piece was still not that I don't know what the hell episode they were at, but I got through like a, the first hundred and fifty six episodes of it, which I'm shocked I got that far. Um, it's. Yeah, it it's kind of like the Goku thing where the main character Luffy is not very interesting and he's actually more of an idiot than Goku is. That's not possible. Uh, it's very, very possible. There's a plot line that literally starts off with him going, I'm going to run off by myself, and he just kind of runs off into the desert. There's anyway. There's something to be said for limited runs of shows. Speaking of which, OVAs. Yep. <laughs> so this show literally begins with, uh, it's basically a bunch of students. Is it? Is there a teacher? Yeah, the um, Miss Yui, the woman that walks okay. in after they've been doing a little ghost story. She's a student teacher. Gotcha. Basically begins with the students and then later a student teacher who are inside a school past normal hours. Okay. Um, just kind of telling each other ghost stories, as you do. And they talk about how their school was built on top of another school yep. called uh, Heavenly Host. Yep. I won't make uh, – there are jokes I can make, but they'd be in 
bad taste. <laughs> and then we learned uh, Heavenly Host was actually the site of some bunch of grisly murders. Oh, oh, oh. So the kids are in a school that was built on another school's place where a bunch of grisly murders happen. Yep. Fine. They're just kind of all kind of trying to creep each other out. We have a student teacher come in, and then she kind of chides him a little bit, but at the same time she's probably got a little bit of amusement out of it. Yeah. So one of the kids brings out this paper doll that she got off the internet. Yes, she's proud of this part. And she talks about this charm that that she found on the internet, probably sent to a Nigerian by sent to her by a Nigerian prince who can't spell Nigerian. <laughs> that uh will allegedly protect you. So they all say this thing do this thing around his paper doll while holding it, and then they uh, rip it off, rip it, uh, rip it together at the same time. Yeah, each so, giving a person a piece of the paper. Yeah, the the plot behind this part is um, so the character is Ayumi. Um, she's one of the couple of main characters of the series, and one of their friends, um, Mayu, is moving away, and so Ayumi downloads this off the internet because. According to the – basically it's a blog from – you find out it's a blog from a famous like horror buff, and it's a, like if you perform this ritual, you and your friends will always be together. About that. <laughs> yeah. So, so the idea is – Minor spoiler, that person was lying. Uh, so yeah. So they so, all rip they, – they rip this, this thing into like nine pieces maybe? I don't know. Um – uh, anyway, yeah, into multiple pieces, one for each of them. And they say, keep it calling you close, like somewhere where you're not going to lose it, like your wallet or your badge ID holder, because you don't want to lose this, because it's supposed to protect you. Yep. And so and... shortly after, an earthquake occurs, and like pieces of the ceiling fall in, and then all of a sudden the entire floor opens up and everyone falls through it. And every what two remaining characters we see for this first episode of the four OVA yep. episode OVA, um, they wake up in this like rundown building, old school. And he, wait a minute, we are told that the school was torn down. So yep. where the hell are they? They're in. So this isn't revealed completely in the first episode, as they want to, and also the beginning of the game because they leave it as a mystery. Um, they're in Heavenly Host Elementary. But it's not actually it. It's basically it's another dimension. Insert Dragon Ball Z next dimension joke. Here. Oh, you dick! I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> what I didn't what I didn't tell you was that the blog runner was actually Vegeta, and at the very bottom it said, "I'm going to send you to the next dimension." God, oh God! That, we may need to do an episode on just cheesy animated anime changes like that or like uh gundam wing changing the the ti- the nickname duo has the god of death to the great destroyer that's not that bad that was not that bad i mean that's, no. nothing compared, that's nothing compared to dragon ball z when they're on namek and gohan's in front of literal like a hundred graves sitting there praying goes i hope all the villagers made it out okay wait what you don't remember this <laughs> yeah so you know the village that vegeta annihilated yeah. So there's a scene later on when Gohan flies over there because you know they he tracks the Dragon Ball and he lands and he see and of course in the original dub they don't show all the dead bodies 
And then they show a part where it's obviously a bunch of graves, and he's sitting there with his hands together like he's praying. And it, the actual dialogue from the show is, I hope they all made it out okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, my friends, is how you cover up mass genocide. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I mean, say what you want a Fullmetal Alchemist. One of the better Durantic moments is Ed, uh, at least on the first series, when he the episode literally starts and he's in the graveyard of Ish... Oh, no, no. Uh, what's in the name of the town from the very start of the series? Oh, um... Or maybe? I don't remember. Point is, he wakes up and he realizes his actions resulted in a civil war that claimed the lives of hundreds of of thousands of people. So he's indirectly responsible for mass murder. Yep. That's good on a teenager psyche. (laughs) There was a live-action movie, of course. Of course there was. Yep, I've seen it. It is actually very good. Anyway even more twisted because it's like like pretty good um like gorish effects and stuff but on the other hand it's pretty good gorish effects and stuff <laughs> yeah i got a real reanimator vibe from this movie but we'll get to that um, um, so the two characters that wake up are naomi and seiko which if you'll all remember way back to deaths in fiction volume one uh seiko hmm <laughs> Okay, so Naomi and Seiko, they're kind of both freaked out a little bit, but they're sticking together, and they're trying to figure out where the hell they are, and they speculate that this could be Heavenly Host. Yeah, they do see a couple signs and stuff. I think I can't remember if they elaborated on very much in this, because in the game you literally find a posting that said, like, two kidnappings have taken place at Heavenly Host, keep on the lookout, and things like that. So, yeah... And unlike the American series I mentioned earlier that involves killer animatronics, we get killer spirits who are uh... children. Yeah, we get. I mean, it starts off creepily enough, but I think the first. Well, before before we get to that, how creepy? There's a certain line of dialogue that needs to be addressed. Um, I was I was only half paying attention. I admit we were doing a Skype share to watch this together, and then but, all of a sudden Pete just goes, "Wait, what? What? No, 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 no. That was that. No, no. More more reaction was, <clears throat> wait, what? <laughs> I think was Which, my, uh, you my, will uh, hear that in one of more. our in one of the breaks because I'm totally clipping that. <laughs> um, the was it? I'm sorry, Seiko. Asked her friend for something. I, I'm guessing <laughs> lotion. Yeah, like cream. <laughs> and she mentions about moistening herself. Or what was the line? Exactly. So I'm gonna slick it up real good or something. Like that. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Jeremy, I pause it. Jeremy forwards me a screenshot of the original game one, which we will not repeat here because we are still trying to be semi-friendly friendly here. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, like, creepy guys, you see at anime cons who, yeah, this is kind of, I think that line was for them. Uh, the, the, in one of the reviews I read, um, it showed that screenshot in the subtitle for it was, Seiko has no shame. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, again, and I'm not casting all anime fans in that creepy stereotype. You know the ones I'm talking about. The ones that have no social skills. 
who don't shower and yeah and I before you sing I have been to anime and general geek con so I know this type <laughs> and we may have just lost one of our three listeners so you know <laughs> he's going when I get out of my ba- my parents basement I'm totally gonna let you have it <laughs> now we definitely lost him. <laughs> yeah thanks for that Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to butter up a break. The slick herself up that line. Oh, no. What the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> and we're back. Yep. So, the first thing Seiko and Naomi do is go down to the first floor of the school and try to open the front door, which, hey, makes sense. And, no, that doesn't work. Uh, they eventually find out that the windows, the doors, pretty much any way to escape the school, everything is solid. Like, does not open. And then we get our first indication something unusual is going on. We start seeing evidence that something supernatural is at work. Yep. Uh, because they have seen some corpses. And then all of a sudden behind them, a creepy little girl in a red dress appears. Well. Giggles and then disappears. Yeah. And uh, it starts to get generally creepy because this is where my whole – I mentioned reanimator thing because you see body parts. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen the reanimator movie, which anyone listening to this cast really should because it's a gloriously 80s uh, gore exploitation movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's definitely plenty of gore in this movie. Yeah. Definitely, and then we get my favorite effect. That <laughs> I'll admit, when I go to when I watch a horror movie, my first defense, like a lot of people, is humor. Yep. So when Jeremy was here watching me or listening to me watch this, um, <laughs> so to put this yeah. in perspective, Naomi and Seiko split up, which Naomi falls asleep. You never in the... do in a horror movie. Yep, she, they're in a, an infirmary, which you later find out that infirmary is not the right place to fall asleep in. <laughs> yeah. And Seiko leaves. Naomi gets trapped inside, and all of a sudden, this creepy black visage with bloodshot eyes and bloody teeth appears. Oh, I maggots. And so yeah, Pete I... started quoting Popo from Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Actually, the very first thing you did was just the hi. Yeah. And then started doing the the laugh. Which I, I'm not going to do because, I mean, I, I might. <laughs> I don't know if I'm better or worse than that. But... <laughs> well, and then I started doing the Alucard laugh of the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, can we tell we're friends friend, fans of Team Four Star on this podcast? <laughs> Which I would like to say not only have they ruined Dragon Ball Z for everybody, they've also tag team ruined Helsing. Because I was watching an actual clip from Helsing Ultimate on YouTube from Funimation. I scrolled down and the very first thing is a quote from the abridged version of that scene. Well attack on their one attack on Titan abridged, which isn't even legally hosted by them anymore. Yeah, pretty much ruined it. For me too, when I tried to watch that series legit. So yeah, Naomi tries to Naomi manages to escape. Uh, she runs to the door, which is covered by black hairs, which is kind of creepy. 
Yeah, I'm getting another ring vibe here too. Yep. So, uh, um, in the game, the way you get out of that is you grab lighter fluid or just like oil or something, throw it on the hair, and then light it on fire. Gotcha. It took me uh, two deaths before I figured that out, and then two more deaths because the creepy black thing kept killing me. Which that thing's fun in the game. <laughs> so when I first saw something, I noticed about the anime was. They the creators were like, hey, you know all that stuff we couldn't really show in the game? Let's show it. Yep. And there's some disturbing stuff later on in this show, which I will say the show actually does follow a modified version of the game storyline after the first episode. Mm -hmm. So Naomi gets out, um, throws up, which can't really blame her on that one. No. Um, and she goes off on her friend Sato for leaving her. Even though, because she's scared as hell, hell. Mm -hmm. And also the school is kind of influencing her. So you yeah. find out later on that the school itself, like, will, it's called the, or at least in the English version, it's called the darkening, where it'll actually, the more depressed or hopeless you feel, the more the school will prey on you and twist your mind around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Seiko goes off on her own. Naomi goes off on her own, and eventually Seiko hears something, and we don't see her after that. And Naomi's walking around here. <sighs> yeah. Goes upstairs, hears something in the girl's bathroom, and runs over and opens one of the stalls to find Seiko hanging from a noose. Well, that escalated quickly. Yep. And, uh, and she's still alive. Yeah. At this point, I kept saying, lift her up, she can't breathe, dumbass. And, and you pointed out she tries to try that. Yeah, she's just not strong enough to do so. Um, which is actually interesting, because later on in the game, playing a different character, you find someone hanging from a noose, and you can save them, and the solution is to lift them up. Yeah. And so she tries to lift her up, she tries to undo the knot, eventually runs to find something for her for to put under Seiko so she can stand... And breathe. And yeah. breathe, but by the when she gets back... It's too late. Yeah. Which, the game does the... is pretty interesting with this, because in the game, it feels like you're supposed to be able to save her, and then even if you go and basically you find a bucket that you're supposed to put underneath her feet, even if you, you do that first, she doesn't survive. Uh. And I remember the first time I saw this in the game, I thought I screwed up. Like, I didn't realize she was supposed to die there. So, And it's also noted that she lost her piece of paper. Plot yep. hint. Yep. Um, and so that's the end of the first episode, is you seeing Seiko hanging lifeless while Naomi screams and the little ghost girl laughs at her. I uh Yeah, I even... What did I call this? Oh yeah, I said this was what it was like to be absorbed into Popo. <laughs> said, are we going to see Garlic Jr. running around? <laughs> so, yep, that's the end of the first episode. So, Pete, this was your first um, exposure to Pope's party. party. Uh, I'm probably not going to deliberately sync it out, but if I can find one of the games on the cheap, I might pick it up. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't it, know. I, as much as I like these games and I like the anime and I liked the live action movie, I, it does take a lot. Like if you're not, I one of the reviews of the anime flat out said, um, if hyper violent fare on the level of Elfin Lied, Ninja Scroll, or Helsing Ultimate is beyond your tolerance range, then give Corpse Party a wide, wide berth. Yeah, it is not something that those who are squeamish should see. And it's going to appeal to people that like horror, that don't mind blood and gore and crazy stuff like that. That being said, overall, like, the games have a fantastic story to them, and some of the twists are just insane. And yeah. for me, like the character, a lot of times in horror stuff, like the characters are just kind of throwaways where it's like, okay, this character's dead. It doesn't matter. They're there to die. See like the Resident Evil movies where you're like, oh, this character's going to die. Oh, that character really is going to die. Um, in this one, when the characters die, it actually means something because before or after, and or after they die, you learn more about them. And so when they die, it's an actual significant moment. Yeah, it's not like when you're watching a Freddy or Jason movie and you're like, you start taking bets on who's going to go first. Yeah. Because that is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then also in um, Book of Shadows, the sequel game, which is mainly like an anthology of stories, which with one final chapter, that's a full-on sequel. Um, it makes it look like the characters that died in the first game might survive. And yeah, then they die in more horrific ways. Oh, goody, because this yeah. series wasn't creepy enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where, where that came from. <laughs> came from hell. Yeah, something like that. All right, so, um, I, like I said, I really like this series. I really like the OVA. I haven't decided if I want to get the Blu-ray or not, because, like, on the one hand, I really like this, and I want to help support it. On the other hand, it's really brutal. Yeah. So, next time, let's not preemptively say we're going to get Dragon Ball Z in. And I just don't want to pick another random cartoon like we did with the freaking T-Rex one. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, we had no idea what we were in for with that. Well, while we're on the anime bent here, since we are waiting to do DBZ, uh, why don't we do... Um, a pilot watch of the cartoon that Cartoon Network revived. It didn't make it in Japan, but it made it hell sure as hell it made it in America. Oh, oh, there you go. The one they advertise as Batman beats giant robots, which is actually pretty accurate. Yeah, let's talk about watch a pilot watch, and we'll look at our uh, do our uh, recollections of the series. Sounds good to me. Okay. Or we'll end up doing Dragon Ball Z. We'll find out. <laughs> Who knows? Find out next time on the Frustrated Fans. Filler, filler, filler. <laughs> Take care, everyone. See you next time. <laughs> what? Hi, maggots. <laughs> <laughs>